Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb. I hope you're enjoying this podcast so far. I love getting to read a short passage of the Bible with you. And to be honest, I'm learning so much about some of the words and what Jesus' teachings meant right along with you. Luke 17, verses 20 through 37 is going to finish our week. Jesus has some really complicated things to say here, so I'll do my best to help you understand it all. Make sure you pay close attention because we're going to read about this same thing next week, especially as we get close to the stories of Palm Sunday, the Last Supper, and Jesus' death and resurrection. So grab your Bible, a journal, and let's read The Coming of the Kingdom. One day the Pharisees asked Jesus, When will the kingdom of God come? Some of you are probably asking before that, well, what is the kingdom of God? Well, if a kingdom is the area that a king oversees and God created everything, then the kingdom of God is what God oversees and that is everything. But the Pharisee was specifically asking when God would come and rule over the earth. The Jews were tired of all the many, many, many Gentile cultures who kept telling them what to do. They were not free to worship and live as God had instructed, and they were desperate for the kingdom of God to come. Jesus replied, The kingdom of God can't be detected by visible signs. You won't be able to say, Here it is, or It's over there. For the kingdom of God is already among you. See, Jesus meant himself. Yes, he was the kingdom of God because he had brought God's peace and love and reconnection to God to the Jews, and for everyone else too. Then he said to his disciples, The time is coming when you will long to see the day when the Son of Man returns, but you won't see it. People will tell you, Look, there is the Son of Man, or here he is, but don't go out and follow them. For as the lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other, so it will be on the day when the Son of Man comes. But first the Son of Man must suffer terribly and be rejected by this generation. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days, the people enjoyed banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat and the flood came and destroyed them all. So back in Noah's time, people went about their daily lives, giving no attention to God. God made the decision to destroy everything he had created until he saw how much Noah obeyed God's commands. Everyone else did what they wanted, when they wanted, until the flood came and God's judgment fell on their lives. You can read about this in Genesis 6. And the world will be as it was in the days of Lot. People went about their daily business, eating and drinking, buying and selling, farming and building, until the morning Lot left Sodom. Then fire and burning sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. Lot was the nephew of Abraham, and you can read about this story in Genesis 19. Yes, it will be business as usual right up to the day when the Son of Man is revealed, And on that day, a person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into his house to pack. A person out in the field must not return home. 
Remember what happened to Lot's wife. If you don't know that story, when Lot and his family left Sodom and it was burning, she hurt and was sad for what she was losing. And when she turned around to look at her home as they were leaving, she turned to a pillar of salt. She was gone. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. And if you let your life go, you will save it. That night, two people will be asleep in one bed. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour together at the mill, and one will be taken, the other left. Jesus was trying to teach the people that those who fail to take God's word seriously and disobey him will have to deal with the consequences, just like if you disobey your parents. Where will this happen, Lord? the disciples asked. Jesus replied, Just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. Vultures are birds of prey, and they love to eat dead animals. So, just like Jesus uses parables to teach a lesson, he used this comparison to teach that God's final judgment will come wherever and whenever he decides. This is the reason that we don't just want to believe or do whatever we want whenever we want, but we should continue to work on growing our faith and our relationship with God. The more we understand him, the more we trust him, and the more we love him. And the more we live the way he wants us to live, we won't face the judgment that those who don't know him or don't grow their relationship with him will. This is also a great reason why we need to share the good news with those we love. We don't want to see them separated from us, and we especially don't want to see them separated from God, like we read about the other day in the parable of Lazarus and the rich man. Here's your challenge for the week. What is one thing you can do to grow your relationship with God this week? And who is one person you can share about God with? But here's the thing. Don't just come up with an answer to those questions. Do it. And then you will experience the joy that comes with loving and obeying God. Let's take the time to close in prayer. Dear God, you will judge us in the end, and your justice forgiving and merciful because you love us. Thank you for loving us in a way we can't understand. Thank you for doing so much to make it clear that Jesus came to save us and for the power he had to make it clear that he was the Messiah. Take a second and tell God something you're thankful for and share your prayer requests with him. God, please help us to follow through with our goals to grow closer to you And give us the bravery we need to tell others about your amazingness. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend. So what stood out to you most today? Share that with a family member or a friend. And if you have questions about a word or the meaning of one of the stories, ask. Ask a parent, a friend, a church leader, or you know what? You could even ask Google or Siri because there are lots of great teachers out there that know a lot about the Bible. If you have a question or a comment for me, you can leave me a message on Spotify's website or email me at BibleTimeBarb at gmail.com. See you tomorrow.